Jose Alvarado isn't playing for Puerto Rico because the Pelicans having a secret training camp and how this all means that Brandon Ingram was never going to be traded for Kevin Durant. I'm back on Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Back with y'all. It's a Thursday. We've missed the past couple of days of shows. I had COVID. I'm still kind of recovering from it, so I'm happy to be here. I apologize for the missed shows. We'll have a show tomorrow and maybe one over the weekend as well as I kind of get back into the swing of things. Still not feeling great right now, but I wanted to get this show out there, but we're probably not going to be as long. So different week than what we normally do here on Locked on Pelicans in the off season, but just kind of kind of be how it goes. But we'll get back to the normal schedule next week. And I'm thrilled to be back with you all. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day when when we're pushing shows out. We're here normally Monday through Friday, probably about the beginning of September, maybe second week of September, we'll be back to five days a week previewing training camp, not just secret training camps, which we're going to get into today, and everything you want to know about this really exciting Pelicans team Going forward, I'm pumped. I know you are as well. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend. Don't let them miss out on how much fun this team is going to be this coming season. And of course, leave a five-star review with a comment and comment down below on YouTube. Okay, so secret training camp, right? You've heard about this maybe if you've been on Twitter or anything recently. And it comes from something that Jose Alvarado said. He put out a tweet saying that he wasn't going to be playing for Puerto Rico for their upcoming games. I think it's it's some tournament. And he is more focused on the coming NBA season and working out with his teammates. And if you've noticed, a lot of the Pelicans, if you're you know following him on social media, they're all going to Los Angeles right now. Is this a secret training camp? What is a secret camp? Is this a good thing? Is it not a good thing? Let let me answer it all in, in one word. Yes. This is all wonderful. And look, Jose loves playing for Puerto Rico. You you can tell that, right? I think he likes kind of being the star of the team, the main guy there. Um, it, it represents them with a lot, a lot of pride. To back away from them when he could go and play really says a lot about his commitment to this Pelican squad, but also about kind of where this Pelican squad is mentally. They're a close group, but they are also desperate to go out and win. Losing to the Suns in kind of tough fashion, (coughs) in, in tough fashion like that, you know, really seemed to kind of give them an edge, right? They got a little taste of that and now they want more. You know, the first, the first hits always free, right? And then you're going to do anything you can to kind of get back there. Getting some of that postseason success, not getting swept, winning some games, being a tough out for the Phoenix Suns, I think that motivated him more, right? Particularly with Brandon Ingram, who we'll get into more in the second and third segment of today's show. So these guys are getting together early to start 
working out to get out there and start trying to win basketball games. They did this last year. Remember, they were in Nashville for workouts where everyone other than Zion Williamson was there. Well, if they are starting to converge on Los Angeles, where Brandon Ingram spends a lot of time, and by the way, have you seen his look with the with the fro and everything? He looks straight out of, if you gave him like short shorts and like near knee-high socks, he'd look straight out of the 70s or something like that as a player, and it would be awesome. I dig the new look. He, uh, you know, is going to be the guy that's bringing all of these guys together. And it's good for a couple of reasons. One, building camaraderie, right? This is a chance for players to step up in terms of leadership, to grow a little bit, to kind of flex themselves into some of those roles for, you know, a locker room hierarchy to start to kind of naturally shake itself out. And you you know who's going to be at the top, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson. But where are other guys going to step up? And could these workouts pave the way for players to get minutes in the future? The first time we heard not on Herb was at those Nashville workouts last year. Now, those were a little bit later, about two weeks later than the the guys converging on Los Angeles right now. And I don't know for sure if they're doing this kind of camp together in Los Angeles or if it's going to be elsewhere, but it seems to make sense that it could be out there. And it doesn't really matter where it is, right? It's just the guys organizing themselves, maybe with a little bit of a push from the team, to get out and work, right? Not on Herb came from that. And all of the players raving about him and him getting in work with those guys early. So this type of camp could mean a lot for a guy like Trey Murphy, a guy we all expect to take a big leap this coming season, right? Could this be how Dyson Daniels creates his calling card that gets him minutes early on in this season when we think he's going to be buried on the bench? The answer is maybe, right? And the fact is, they want to avoid a slow start. So more team chemistry, more getting on the same page with just more continuity, something they have not had in three, four seasons now. That's exactly what you want to see from this team. And the, the big question mark is, will Zion be there? It being in LA might mean that it's going to be a little bit easier for him to do so. So we hope that that is going to be the case. So, <coughs> sorry, you can still see, I'm, I'm still kind of fighting this off here. That, yeah, this is only going to be a good thing. And for Jose to say, I'm not going to play for the national team anymore. Yeah, that's a really big thing for this team and shows the level of commitment from all of these guys. So I love seeing that from this team. And it also tells you why Brandon Ingram was actually never going to be traded for Kevin Durant. Not at all. Not at all. And we know for sure it's not going to happen now because Kevin Durant stayed in Brooklyn But let me explain why B.I. was never going to be traded. Let's talk about that. And I've been saying this for a while, right? Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by the NHTSA. Think about it. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But now you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds that you're going to get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? You know, your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You total your car. 
you kill somebody, everyone knows the risks of drunk driving. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop people from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. And that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. So drive sober or get pulled over. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, or we will be here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. That is the tagline, right? Your team every day. We're going to be here every single day, Monday through Friday during the season and in the lead up to the season, what should be a really fun Pelican season. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen. Okay. So these workouts are being organized by Brandon Ingram. He's the leader of this team. He means so much to this Pelican squad that when you really start to think about it, are you shocked that he was never going to be included in a trade for Kevin Durant? That he was never really even like brought up in some of those rumors other than people trying to be like, they could include him in there. But notice there weren't a ton of leaks, and I want to get into this in the third segment of today's show, the next segment, that there weren't a ton of leaks with like, they've talked about Brandon Ingram or anything like that. So it was never going to happen. <coughs> Sorry, keep trying to kind of get through this today. Hopefully next week will be a little bit better. So he was never going to be brought up in those discussions because they have no intention of trading him. Brandon Ingram, you could easily say, is the heart and soul of this Pelicans team. And he showed it last year, right? No Zion Williamson. The team was garbage for the first chunk of the year till about the C.J. McCollum trade for the most part. He still played 55 games, averaged 22.7 points per game, 5.6 assists, which was by far a career high for him, shot the ball reasonably well in every other spot but three, and did everything he could to just will this team to victory. And in the playoffs, dude was straight up electric, 27 points per game. He shot 41% from three on four and a half attempts per game, 6.2 assists, six re- 6.2 rebounds. And also he played the best defense of his career, which is not necessarily saying much, but still he's committed. And you could see how upset he was in the postseason losing to the Phoenix Suns. Game six loss at home. I watched it. He just stormed off the court, went like as quickly as he could to the locker room. He, this bothered him. That guy is going to be so motivated going into this season. Unbelievably motivated to avoid that happening, right? He is not even 25. He's 25 in a couple of days on September 2nd. Be sure to wish him happy birthday. That's when he turns 25 and he just averaged 27 in a postseason series. You don't trade that guy, right? Like you just don't trade that guy that can get buy-in from the teammates, that can motivate his teammates more, and still has room to grow as a player. He's a former All-Star, right? One most improved player two seasons ago. He's 10 years younger than Kevin Durant is, while giving you a lot of what Durant does. And I understand the talent of Kevin Durant, but I was in the beginning saying, I probably wouldn't trade, it's not probably, I wouldn't trade Brandon Ingram for Kevin Durant. I get it. And that's also because of those off-court things, right? There's no drama. Has there ever been drama with Brandon Ingram here? 
even in LA was there drama, not necessarily other than he just didn't like that his name was brought up in like trade talk and rumors he mentioned that one time. And that's really it. That makes sense. I don't have a problem with that. So I don't really see much of an issue <coughs> with him at all. You don't move a guy like that, right? And when you look at this team and try and get in the head of David Griffin, which is not an admittedly easy thing to do, and David Griffin has certainly kind of turned the narrative about him around, this is the type of team that I think David Griffin has always dreamed of, right? I always go back to him saying that, you know, he cried when LeBron James said he wanted to go back to Cleveland. And he said that it meant that he couldn't build the team a certain way, that you just have to do everything LeBron wants. And, to you know, it accelerates your rebuild, right? And he did it. He won an NBA title, almost unexpectedly so, with that, which is an incredible achievement. They were in the finals every year, and he did everything he could to retool that roster down. I really like the job he did in Cleveland because of that. But it was probably not how he always envisioned finally getting the shot to run his own team. There's always been a way that he wants to do it. And you look at this roster, right, with guys that he traded for, guys that he drafted, a coach that he handpicked, again, and he finally kind of has, you know, and the ceiling seems high, right? Like we all think they're going to be good next year. So when you look at that, this is kind of what David Griffin has always dreamed of having in a roster in the situation. He was never going to trade those pieces, right? Like, I, I can tell you, Zion was never seriously discussed in a trade for Kevin Durant at all, right? What, what took a couple of days and the delayed announcement on that, which was only like 12 hours later, was that, you know, they just needed to kind of figure out a few of the specific things when it came to that contract. The negotiations take a while. So these guys were never in the discussion for them, nor should they have been. We all want to see what this team is capable of doing. Maybe it doesn't work out, right? It might not. There's no guarantees in anything. We all feel pretty good about it. But at the end of the day, you, you don't know for sure. But we at least want to kind of know, right? If they were to trade Brandon Ingram from Kevin Durant now, you're always going to kind of have that what if, right? We just did a show on that. You know, what if they had kept that core together? Could they have been a contender for 10 years, as someone has tried to claim, right? I don't think that's what would have happened, but you, you don't get closure on that. You don't know for sure, and it's always going to be a lingering question. Well, by keeping this group, even if it flames out on the chance that that happens, at least you know, Right. And there's something to be said for that. And I think that's what this team, you know, the franchise wants to see as well with these young guys and this group. And I just went on the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast with Josh Lloyd. Awesome dude. If you play fantasy basketball, you've got to listen to his show. And yeah, he's very high on the team, too. And we just kept saying this team should be really fun to watch at the very least. So, no, when you factor in all of these things, how important BI is to this team as a leader, right? the young core in the group. He was never going to be traded for Kevin Durant, which is what we had been saying here on Locked on Pelicans for a really long time. Um, and now we don't have to talk about it anymore, which is really, really cool for the most part. I do want to talk about one thing with it because I actually do think <coughs> the Pelicans handled the Kevin Durant trade stuff reasonably well. Let's talk about that and what I mean by that. I actually think they come out winners in this, but not for the reason that you think. That's coming up here next in today's episode of 
Locked On Pelicans. Before I do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. So find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. So find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. BetOnline.net continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. Now that Kevin Durant isn't being traded, do you pick the the Nets over and under? What about the Lakers? The under on that now that they're not going to get Kyrie Irving, keeping their roster intact, which doesn't look great. You can go get in on all of that action over at betonline.net today. You can use your mobile device to get there as well to see all the different action happening today over at betonline.net, betonline where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, even though I'm still recovering from COVID. And I appreciate you all bearing with me coughing and things like that. I don't have like a, a cough button or anything like that here in my setup. You can probably hear me like wheezing a little bit because I can hear it. It'll be a little bit better next week, hopefully, hopefully, um, as we kind of get back into the swing of everything here. So I'm going to make this segment short because I'm, I feel like I'm starting to die right now. I do think... There are no win- there were no winners or losers in this, right? In in the Kevin Durant it's not sweepstakes, right? Like drama, I guess is the best way to call it. That you know, the Nets, I don't think they're winners given that their superstar wanted out and said fire the head coach who's now going to coach him. So how is that dynamic going to work, right? Everyone else, you know, didn't have to give up tons of stuff for Kevin Durant. So they probably are just ever, there's no winners or losers in this. They're just our people or teams. But I do think the Pelicans probably came out winners in this, right? Like I do think they handled this very well. They, they very much protected their superstars and their players, right? You know, we've seen that players don't like to have their names dangled in trade rumors. When the Celtics were reportedly interested in Kevin Durant and including Jalen Brown in that, he sent out some cryptic, you know, tweets and Instagram stuff, right? And clearly didn't like all of that, whether that was true or not. Maybe that was on the net side being like, they offered us him. So you better come with more than Jalen Brown if you want Kevin Durant. So you never got that. I said that in the first segment, right? Second segment that you never really got Brandon Ingram being like the Pelicans have offered Brandon Ingram as a starting point in their negotiations or anything like that. It was always like, they're not going to trade him. They were controlling the messaging on this. So when Brandon Ingram sees all of this stuff with Kevin Durant, right? In all the drama there, and it's like, wow, I wasn't included in all of that. He probably feels great. Same for Zion, right? They just got that extension done. That, that was over very quickly. It's a good thing to do by players, right? You know, what is Donovan Mitchell thinking right now? He's probably thinking like, I want out and has been thinking that from the Utah Jazz for a while. But it's, it is something to be said for kind of protecting and managing the, the egos and all of that stuff when it comes to your biggest name players and your best players and not including them in there, right? Like does Jalen Brand will get over it. It'll be fine. But it's better not to have had that been a thing in the first place, I feel like. And you don't have to worry about that with New Orleans. Like, that wasn't a thing that went on here at all. And I think that's managing the situation incredibly well. The Pelicans can look at guys, a guy like Brandon Ingram, and be like, no, you know, we weren't going to include you in a trade for Kevin Durant. They asked for you. We said no. And 
It was a non-starter, right? So go out and lead us next season. How empowering is that to Brandon Ingram? How good does that make Brandon Ingram feel? There's something to be said for that. And I think the Pelicans did an excellent job. David Griffin did an excellent job of managing all of those types of waters during this whole Kevin Durant process. All right, I got to wrap it up there. I wanted to get a show out for y'all. I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully a little bit better than today. So thank you all for listening to today's episode of Locked on Pelicans and and making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow.